What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, D. Scott Panza, Week 14. Uh, obviously, this is post-Thursday Night Football uh, from U.S. Bank Stadium. Vikings just uh, need to make me sweat. They did cover, <laughs> but it's not a Vikings game if it's not decided by at least one score. It's been the rule all year. Uh, did you stay to the end? I did, and I stayed after. Uh, nice. Juju. Juju Smith walked right by me. Say what's up. Um, where you're sitting, you know, if you like watch Vikings games, you get some people get access to the the glass, like where the players walk out, and you can kind of yeah. stand behind the sideline. So we popped down there after, and uh, yeah, all the players were walking out. I'm just trying to dab everybody up. JJ walked by, but he stayed like too far away. I'm like, come on, get over here. Just want to give you a high five, man. Just want to say hey. <laughs> but that was yeah, crazy game. Atmosphere was a blast. Um, yeah, I mean, I got I gotta say I saw Big Ben play quarterback. Now that's kind of yeah. a bucket list thing for me. Yeah, this is gonna be it. I mean, he yeah. quote unquote played quarterback, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean he he threw three balls that were. Um, he threw three really good balls at the end of that game. And in that last play, he put that football right where it needed to be. Uh, Harrison Smith just made a really good play. Um, but if it was back-to-back weeks, I will say, of the defensive-minded head coach and whose also specialty is coaching the secondary, <laughs> blew it on last-second touchdown passes both times, I think the place would have erupted. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 I'm sure they were. There was a lot of moaning and groaning in your section when yes. uh, the Steelers were, you know, rumbling and stumbling back. Uh-huh. I'm sure uh, a lot of people cursing the uh, the Zimmer name, but at least they got there. You know, they're still alive. They're yep. still alive for the playoffs, and I think they've shown, hey, you really don't want to play the Vikings because they uh, they are scary on offense. Yeah, when they have everyone healthy, the the problem is is you know that defense. Also gives up a lot of points, mm-hmm. and they looked they looked phenomenal for the first half. That's the first time we've had a majority of our starters uh, playing together. I think that was the first time the front seven that the starting uh, of the season's depth chart was uh, all active at the same line. I mean, obviously, Barr's been hurt the whole year. Uh, Kendricks was out last week. Harrison Smith, COVID. Uh, Pierce Tomlinson up front. Uh, Everson Griffin, Daniil Hunter, you just think to yourself, you're like, this team has a lot of talent. But then that's the same story with everyone. It's it's do you have depth once the, the big cats get hurt to plug and play? Now, I, we'll see. We'll see what happens down the stretch. But, yeah, exciting game, uh, a lot of fun to be at. Uh, but that's behind us now. As uh, as Bill Belichick says, uh, we're on to week 15. But in the in the podcast today, we're on to week fourteen, yeah. uh, and the games on <laughs> Sunday and Monday that really matter. Uh, Raiders Chiefs. This one at Arrowhead minus ten for the home team. Yeah, you know, I think the the Chiefs are are you know steamrolling at the right time of the year. The defense is playing great all of a sudden, and uh, you know, I think 
still they're not getting a ton of support in the market i see 40 percent of ben seth and chiefs minus 10 it's it's surprising to me especially the raiders with a very leaky defense ton of injuries on offense darren waller's not going to be playing Kenyon drake is out for the year so it's josh jacobs hunter renfro a bunch of nobodies uh this is locked and loaded back on the chiefs here i think they're they're a very scary team uh Certainly a team I don't want the Patriots to be playing in the postseason. The offense hasn't looked incredible, but uh, Mahomes definitely has the Raiders number. So Raiders, they, they don't have any answers for this team. And uh, I think that the, it's just going to be a bloodbath again. Maybe, just maybe, my Raiders under will hit. I don't think it was likely, but maybe I'll get a push, which would be lovely on the, the season total because they're, they're at six. They could definitely lose out, and I, I don't give them much of a shot on Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, it's they signed my boy Daniel though. I tell you, it was uh, sitting in the game. Everyone, Joseph missed his first the first field goal, and then the extra point, and everyone's just like <laughs> wondering when Zimmer was going to freak out. Daniel Carlson getting that nice contract for the Raiders, but yeah, Chiefs have have uh, that's the uh, you could insert the Undertaker gif <laughs> right there. You know, they just kind of have emerged out of the pits and. They're hot. I'm with you. I just think this is a team that two teams heading in different directions right now, Big and it's time. at and it's at home. And you kind of got to lean, you got to lean towards the home favorite. I think in this situation, it's crazy, crazy world. Next on the card, Jets plus five at home against the New Orleans Saints. Oh, you know, uh, I think we're we're going to get Kamara back on on Sunday, and I think this Jets team is really ill-equipped uh, to bang with the Saints right now. I, I understand the Saints haven't looked great lately, but uh, the Jets are going to be down. Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, uh, you know, a ton of injuries offensively, and they're still one of the worst defenses in the league. So, I mean, huge eruption Alvin Kamara game coming this weekend. Jets just trending in the wrong direction. I don't want to give them any support. Uh, I know uh, people aren't going to be thrilled to be betting the Saints here, but I think, you know, the the Jets' defense is not one that's going to be turning uh, Taysom Hill over uh, four times like the Cowboys did last week. Extended rest, getting healthy at the right time. I know no Mark Ingram, and I know it's Taysom Hill, but uh, just plug your nose, continue to bet against the Jets right now. I mean, you know, Zach Wilson's banged up. He's playing behind a terrible offensive line against a, a pass rush from the Saints that's one of the best in the league. So he's going to be, once again, being you know forced into bad decisions, which rookies are going to make. Right. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a really good spot for the Saints here to salvage their season a little bit. And Taysom Hill, a very motivated man to, uh, to, to get cooking here. So certainly yeah. not uh, giving support to the Jets right now. So I'm with you. If there's somebody that uh, people are, the Taysom Hill project has been looming in the, I feel like it's just been like, what's it going to be when they finally go all in? What's it going to be? Yeah. And week one was, uh, yikes. So definitely need a big, big week two for him. Uh, I mean, like you said, Kamara too. You just got to, you got to let him work and you should be, yeah. should be okay. Uh, <laughs> Next on the card at home, we got uh, the team that I can never get right outside of the Vikings. Bengals plus one and a half at home against the 49ers. Yeah, there's definitely some concerns here with the offensive line, the Bengals. But uh, 
you know, a great pass rush from the Niners coming in. But Bengals, I think, is the play here. Uh, embarrassed last week, but I don't think it was, you know, there were some plays there that were gettable for them. Chase dropping a, a surefire touchdown being one. Uh, yeah, and I just saw Elijah Mitchell's going to be out for this game for the Niners, so you really don't know who's playing running back for. And they were really, really relying on him. Debo Samuel, questionable. You know, his health up in the air. I think he's going to be out another week. So you got Brandon Ayuk, you got George Kittle, and not much else there. Mm-hmm. Traveling cross country, uh, they pushed the game back to 425, so uh, no body clock issues. But I think Bengals is the play here. I think they're going to really take it to the Niners secondary. Uh, so I think Bengals is a side, but I'm probably going to stay away. Like I said last week, I don't bet the Bengals ever. So <laughs> if I like them, it's probably a bad thing. So, uh, But I think it's, a, it's actually an insulting line, them catching points at home. So uh, Bengals are bust. Ooh, Bengals are bust. Like I said, I can't figure this team out, so I'm going to stay away. Um, so if people like them, then that's great because maybe I do too, maybe I don't. You'll never know. I'm not going to tell you how I feel about the game because if I say I like them, the Bengals aren't covering. If I say <laughs> I like the 49ers and the Bengals are covering. So I'm the fade god on the Bengals. Yeah. Next up, Titans minus 8.5 at home against the Jaguars. Fun fact, uh- Scott. Yeah, saw a guy fully decked out at U.S. Bank Stadium last night. Trevor Lawrence jersey, beanie, everything. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah, was it Clemson gear or was it no. Jaguars? Jags gear. What's wrong with this guy? He should have like got his autograph. You should have got a picture with him. Yeah, <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, yeah. normally you see Bears or Packers stuff kind of mixed in there just because people are trolls. But Jags, I was like, wow. <laughs> uh yeah that's uh that's definitely interesting um let's uh let's uh we're gonna go with the titans for sure um you know the jags have definitely given up on urban meyer james robinson angry angry that he's not getting more touches um the, you know titans off the bye julio jones coming back uh a really uh, an advantage for them offensive line over defense line, over defensive line so i think they could be able to run the ball they got all these cast offs to replace the derrick henry role and, the, and they really ran the ball well against the patriots so i think that the o-line is going to really dominate the line of scrimmage uh and you know trevor lawrence is passing to nobody's his number one receiver marvin jones is a is an old corpse uh <laughs> number two is laquan treadwell who's a cast off of multiple nfl teams and they refuse to get the ball to lavisca chanel who is actually a playmaker for him so you know, you can't bet the Jags until further notice. 37-7 last week, puke fest, and I think they're just going to be outmatched against a team that's really uh, humming towards the playoffs. Yeah, God, just eight and a half, though, with the Titans scares me. If I Can they tell me what Ryan Tannehill I'm going to get? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. You know, but obviously that's not, you know, that's why it's called uh, gambling, not uh, – <laughs> It's like a, it's like being called fishing, not catching type of deal. You can't uh, can't know the information beforehand. I'm with you. I think uh, Titans would definitely be the play here. I just I get concerned with the Jags because Notre Dame named a head coach. I don't know where Urban's going to go. Is Urban just going to go back on the Forks or Fox Sports College uh, Big Noon game day show? Dude, 
I'd love to know what is he going to do next year because he hasn't taken any of the college jobs. Yeah, and they're still open. <laughs> like, what is he waiting for? I, I, maybe I'm surprised he hasn't asked just to get fired so he could pursue him. Yeah. I assume he just goes back to Fox for another year, but then all that clout is going to be tainted. Mm-hmm. All the clout that he had. Yeah, so he's going to have to come back somehow, yeah. pull a barrier, like go to the NFL. You try yourself out in the, at the highest level, and then. Like, you know what? I'm going to go back to college and try and run this again. Maybe yeah. maybe he'll come to Auburn. Who knows? <laughs> you want him at Auburn? No, I don't want him at Auburn. I don't yeah, think the guy can recruit, though. He definitely can. And then it's it's Nick Saban and him. I mean, those two have been at each other's throats for forever. Uh, but we'll move back to the NFL. Browns minus three taking old on the old Browns, the Ravens, plus three. <laughs> this one. This is definitely a, uh, this is a stay away from me. Uh, I lean Browns, but I don't trust Baker Mayfield. Um, and Lamar, you know, the, the Ravens have really, uh, they've been decimated in the secondary. But Baker Mayfield's not really taking advantage with Donovan Peoples-Jones and, you know, whoever else they have, wide receiver, David Njoku yeah. on the COVID list. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're getting from either one of these teams right now. So this is a, this is a stay away in division. I'm rooting... I'm rooting for the Browns. I have the Ravens under 10 and a half and they're sitting at eight and it's just a little scary. But if the Ravens could just do me a favor and lose uh, three more games, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's This game will be fun to watch because it's, I feel like it's just always a hard hitting, a lot of jawing going on. Uh, football it's going to be like last Sunday. It's going to be like last Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, the Ravens legitimately could miss the playoffs. The rest of their way is uh, they're at the Browns this weekend. Uh, then they host the Packers, go to the Bengals, host the Rams. Those, uh, that's a really tough four-game skid right there. And then end with the Steelers, who I'm sure when they're out of the playoffs, would love nothing more than to ruin the playoff hopes of yeah. the Ravens. So uh, very, very interesting stretch here for the Ravens. Uh, so they definitely need this one. But stay away, Browns. If I if I had a gun in my head, I'd be betting them. But I, I don't feel I don't like it. How crazy is it that this team, I mean, you rewind 10 weeks ago and we we're talking about the Browns battling for a title. I mean, is this Browns team a top three team in the NFL? Are they this? Are they that? And then now all of a sudden it's like, are the Browns going to make the playoff? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. what's going to happen? They don't really have a quarterback. They this, they that. They get rid of OBJ. They, it's crazy. Obijote. <laughs> Next on the card, the Panthers. Uh, you know, Cam got me excited, but Panthers minus two and a half against the Atlanta Falcons. I'm just sad. It makes me sad. I was excited. It looked good for a little bit, and then it just McCaffrey, Cam. I know. Done. It's all bad. Um, you know. <laughs> I'd love to bet teams in transition whenever they fire a coach, get the next guy in there, and he's trying to make his mark. I still don't understand why they fired Joe Brady. Uh, it seems like very odd timing. Were they really that far off offensively? They just they have bad quarterback play. Yep. I, I don't really get it. Um, 
I bet the Panthers here. I think their defense is enough to get there against the Falcons, who really limited weapons. If they just control the defensive line of scrimmage against Cordero Patterson, there's not much else that the Falcons are going to beat you with. A strong Panther secondary could turn cause some turnovers for Matt Ryan, and I think this is going to be an ugly slugfest, and I'd rather be on the side of uh, the better defense. So Panthers, I think, is the side here. Uh, but uh, people disagree with me because – the, the Falcons are getting 63% of the bats, and the spread's moving in their favor. It's moved to full point. I think under three, I think Panthers is a buy. I think it's a little frisky uh, pick that's not going to be very popular for the contest this weekend. So mm. definitely have my eyes on it. We'll watch the injury report. I mean, they have a very good secondary in, in Carolina. and They're at home. They can definitely turn Matt Ryan over multiple times. And yeah. I think that's, uh, that's the side I'd want to be on. I don't want to be on the side of uh, the team that uh, – you know, can't, can't can't move the ball. Yeah. They scored zero points in the second half last week against, uh, you know, not the best Bucks defense. They scored 10 points on offense. And they, the only reason why I was 17 because Tom Brady had a terrible pick six. So, Marlon Davidson, where you going? Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> Big Auburn so, guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get the uh, public support of the Falcons. It's only because the Panthers look so putrid the last time out. Yeah. So, Panthers... Yeah, I think you deem this could be deemed the toilet bowl this week. This game oh, right here. Oh, definitely. This is ugly. Yeah. This is bad. God, it's just one of those games, though. That it's just so hard for me to get to the window on the toilet bowl. Because then I have to watch the toilet bowl. <laughs> it makes me do it. I have to I watch know. it. So it's I like know. I don't want to bet it because I don't want to watch it. I don't want to be entertained. But I don't know. I, I'm with you, though. I think if I'm... Uh, a betting man, which I am, and that's the whole point of you people listening to this. Panthers, like you said, if you're going strength versus strength, I feel much more better, much more better. Golly, Micah. Mo better with uh, the Panthers' defense than the Falcons' offense. So, And then the other side of the ball is going to be disgusting. The Falcons' defense versus the Panthers' offense is just a toilet. Uh, next up on the card, divisional matchup, the football team plus four and a half at home against the boys. Oh, uh, the, the football team on Sunday. I think they're trending in the right direction. They're at home in division against America's team is going to be pounding, 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 betting against Taylor Heineke, uh, which they surely have. I was just looking at the splits. I mean, 60-40 in favor of the Cowboys. The spreads moved up quite a bit. Uh, I really like I, I like the, the the football team in this spot. Their defense is rolling right now. Uh, no, it looks like Tony Pollard may be banked up or not playing this weekend. I think he's a, a, an important spell for Zeke out there. Uh, and I think the the football team's defense is getting going at the right time. So give me uh, the four and a half uh, on Sunday. Let's go football team. I'm definitely rooting for him. Yeah, when uh, when McCarthy guaranteed a win, I pretty much backed up my entire uh, life savings, uh, which by backed up the truck, I mean I, I went down with my one bill that fits in my wallet of life savings and, and put it on the Washington football team because I outside of Broadway, Joe, guarantees in the NFL have worked zero times, I feel like. Yeah. So that's just... What are they doing? I don't know. I, and McCarthy's not one of those guys either. I mean, he never did anything like that in Green Bay. And all, yeah. all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I, I guarantee we're going to win this week. Well, one, what what does a win against Washington get you? 
<laughs> like, why are you guaranteeing a win I against? Know. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense to me. Uh, he's a he's a boomer man. Yeah. Don't make no sense to me. Uh, next on the card, uh, Texans plus eight and a half against the Seahawks. And let me just say, ladies and gentlemen, once again, the pain in my <sighs> eyes when I saw an image of Adrian Peterson celebrating a touchdown in a Seahawks uniform. <laughs> it hurt me. It hurt me. Oh. Wow. <clears throat> this is a true Pepto special. Wonka oh. Vader Texans. Ooh. Uh, earlier in the year, the Texans got shut out and then were seven and a half point dogs against the New England Patriots. And we said Texans is the side since 2015, I think it was. Uh, you know, this was in the email earlier this year. Uh, teams off a shutout loss are 22 and seven against the spread. And then what happened? 23 and seven when they covered against the Patriots. And this is an auto bet. On Sunday, Seahawks just last week were an awful team catching four and a half at home. Now they're or three and a half at home against the Niners. Yes, they won that game, but now they're going to go lay eight and a half on the road to yep. the Texans. I know the Texans are awful, but give me the Texans. Give me the points. The Seahawks are not that good, um, and they're they have a bunch of injuries themselves. And you have a very motivated Texans team with Davis Mills at quarterback to uh, you know right the ship a little bit. And I think you know Dave Culley is is feeling the heat right now in uh, in Houston, and maybe the, his guys will go show out for him. So this is a show me game. Show me the Texans. I think this is a great spot for him. So uh, yeah, Texans. Texans, I like Walk it. Vader. Oh, puke, puke, yeah, up. puke for sure. Oh man, um, I'm not. I'm gonna ask a, a question. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the spread of this game. Is Russell Wilson wearing a Seahawks uniform next year? Uh, I think he is. I think he is. I think what's gonna happen is they're going to, uh, they're gonna get rid of Pete Carroll. They're going to make amends with Russell Wilson and say, hey, uh, you're our future. And, uh, you know, we'll go get you a different coach. And I think uh, that's what we're going to see. Now, if he's not in Seattle, I really think he's going to end up in Denver. I think that's mm. the, the perfect spot for him because um, they have a ready-made offense. Bring him in. Bring him in on like a two-year, like, I don't know, $60 million deal. Show me real quick, and then maybe he just bounces around the NFL for a little bit. But I think Ciara has some demands um, about where he plays, which is the rumor mill, because she wants to be somewhere where you know she's close to, you know, where she makes all her money. Yeah, that's fair. Um, could he be in black and gold? I don't think so. I don't think I don't think he'd want to go there, honestly, because the team's a mess. The organization is a mess. Okay, that's fair. Just curious. You know, everyone talks about that's that's definitely going to be a hot topic uh, next year. But speaking you know, when you said that, I meant silver. I was thinking silver and black. But oh. Pittsburgh, no, I don't see him in Pittsburgh. He's not a Pittsburgh guy. Yeah. Not Pittsburgh I, 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 I think I've said it. I think Jimmy GQ is the Pittsburgh quarterback next year. Oh, that's so weird. I can't imagine just some cute – looking man playing quarterback for the, the Steelers. I really but I guess Mason Rudolph tried to do that too and that, that turned out well. Yeah. I think he's perfect for him. It's fair. Just hand it off, hand it off, hand it off. Hand and it off. Yeah. 
And then the next drive, hand it off, hand it off, hand it off. He could. He, Jimmy GQ would have played great for the Patriots uh, on Monday Night Football against the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would <look> great. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next on the card, speaking about the Broncos, they're minus 10 at home against the Motor City Kitties, which uh, I was laughing pretty hard. I think it sent it to you, Scott. But the Thursday night game was deemed the Lions Bowl. Uh, because <laughs> nobody in that game had well, Vikings beat them once, but Vikings had lost to the Lions and the Steelers tied them. So, but yeah. anywho, oh, that was good. Uh, yeah, uh, Broncos minus ten. This is uh, Wonka Vader number two of the weekend. It feels cheap though because you know you can still get Broncos minus ten. I just bet it. Jamal Williams put on the COVID list. They have a bunch of guys out. Hawkinson's doubtful. Uh, they're celebrating off their their miracle win against the Vikings, and now they go on the road against a really good secondary with no run game <laughs> in altitude. Broncos are just going to steamroll them on Sunday. It's going to be just a bloodbath. And um, I don't know how the Lions are going to score. They really have no weapons to throw to. The Broncos, great secondary. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has a, a defense that he can go attack, but even if it's not him, if it's just Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, I think that's good enough. So uh, very, very, uh, very excited to uh, to be betting on the Broncos this weekend. I like it. Uh, yeah, at home, Lions traveling, just a lot. A lot going on. And I feel like for the Lions, you almost lose that chip on your shoulder once you get your first win. And it's like, okay, we got it. We finally did it. We've been knocking on the door for so long. And I get it. These are professionals. And they go, well, we won one. Why can't we win more? But I just feel like that drive to not end up defeated <laughs> ended up, yeah. you know, kind of evaporated a little bit yeah. so you're welcome nfl yeah you're welcome yeah they let their hair down it's like dan campbell takes it easy this week yeah. for sure <laughs> you know it has all the makings of like oh now we remember how, how bad the lions are right exactly um and i mean yeah you got broncos at home that's uh and they're well, still in the playoff they're, hunt they're still in the playoff hunt i know it's crazy absolutely yes, crazy but they're there. <laughs> Next on the card, Chargers returning home to take on the New York football giants. Oh, puke. Pass. Not touching. Too many COVID uh, situations on the Chargers. No offense, but I'm not betting Mike Lennon. So this is a stay away. I actually think it will be a popular contest play. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to be a huge Chargers fan on Sunday. I was um, at a sports bar in South Dakota for the game Monday night. And as I was going in the bathroom, they had, you know how like Sunday NFL ticket will send out those posters and whatnot. They had up a poster still from like the college football season. And it was Mike Lennon was on the poster at NC state. I'm like, Oh my goodness. (laughs) And it just, and I thought to myself, that's so long ago that he was in college. Wasn't he the quarterback that pushed out, Russell Wilson? Yes. Insanity. Insanity. Uh-huh. And then he did beat FSU. And, I mean, he had good wins when he was at NC State. But still. It, and there's so many videos of him walking around. You look at Mike Glennon, you're just like, this guy's an NFL quarterback. <sighs> he looks like he could play, he'd be a mean power forward from, like, he'd be like a Jokic brother or something like that. Yeah. 
But I'm with you. I can't get with Glennon. Um, it's just another example of I have a strong arm, but <laughs> not too much going on upstairs. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's just and that's that's always a thing in football. Is a lot of people don't. There's never a middle ground. It's either you get guys like Christian Ponder who scored out of this world on the Wonderlick, and it's like, oh my gosh, he's the smartest guy ever, and but he can't throw a football. Yeah, over twenty yards, and then you get guys like Mike Glennon that I don't know what his Wonderlick score was. I mean, who knows? It might have been great, but he has a hosel for an arm. Jamarcus Russell, even you know, oh, can, man. he can throw it eighty yards from his knees. Well, Lottie freaking Doc, can what are you throwing from your knees in a football game? <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Anyway, that's my rant on um, scouting of college quarterbacks. Next on the card, Bucks at home minus three and a half against the Bills. And I think uh, it's a it's a bounce spot bounce back spot for the Bills. But actually, I'm going to stay away from this game because I don't I don't know if the Patriots broke the Bills or not. But uh, yeah. I know Sean McDermott, the way he coached that game against the Pats, was just desperate and scared the whole way, and it 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 reflected from his attitude on the sidelines to making a terrible challenge on a on a, a sneak in the second half. Yeah, it made no uh, sense. No sense, and that was you know very costly at the end of that game because they couldn't stop the clock uh, when the Pats had the ball on their side of uh, in Bills territory. Uh, he had to call a, a desperation timeout because he didn't have his team prepared late in the, the the second half as well. And honestly, the most mind-boggling decision was not taking the wind instead of the ball in the second half. They won the toss, so they got to pick. Uh, deferring, mm-hmm. but as part of those rules, you get to pick, make that choice in the second half as well. And yep. instead of kicking off and choosing the wind, he he took the ball. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't get it. So I don't know if the Pats broke the Bills. Uh, I think they're the right side because I think they can move the ball in this Bucks defense. I'm not going to pay to see it. I don't know what the the Bills' attitude is going to be. It was a very emotional loss last week, and I and going into the game, I wanted to catch the the Bucks minus three, but I couldn't get it in that time. So uh, I'm going to stay away from this one. I'm rooting heavily for the Bucks, obviously, because uh, if the 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 Bills lose, uh, the Pats are pretty much locked up the division. Yeah, I um, God, with the Bills. It's crazy. Another one of those teams that, and we talked about it at the start of the year, this is going to be hype train for the Bills, and they lose to the Steelers week one, and they beat the Browns. It's like, okay. And then, you know, you just, it's, the, the storylines always change throughout the season. Uh, this is still, the, the craziest thing, too, to me was McDermott post game saying, let's not give Bill Belichick too much credit for this game. <laughs> like, Okay, that's just rent free inside of your head, yeah, man. Like exactly. you gotta just not do that. Uh, but yeah, you're traveling, huge emotional game, freezing loss in division to the Pats. Yeah. Now you're traveling down to play the, uh, Pats 2.0. I mean, you gotta see Tom Brady yeah. again. I'm sure that's just gonna have like Vietnam flashbacks. So that's. That's a huge advantage for Brady because he actually knows this Bills defense, and the the Bills have not played the Bucks, and they're unprepared for what they're going to bring to him. So, yep. uh, I think it, it's a very tough spot. And plus, Gronk loves to just crush. Yes, he does. Crush. 
the the Bells. Yeah, that was always his team. That's for yeah. sure. He, uh, <laughs> golly, and and I'm gonna say this too. I on Monday night was watching that, and now granted, with the wind and everything, they're not throwing the ball as much, but. Vikings definitely came out on top of that Diggs trade. Uh, for yes, they did. Got JJ because yeah. they got Justin Jefferson. Exactly. If they got Jalen Rager, like oh. uh, like the uh, Eagles did, a, like the Eagles did. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would not either. Um, that still, yeah, blows my mind that the Eagles did that. But I digress. I couldn't believe it, and the reaction video of Spielman too. Because they're getting ready to, you know, okay, what else we want to do? And, you know, the pick is in, and the Eagles draft Rager. And Spielman just starts laughing and goes, give me the phone. (laughs) It's such an incredible video. Such an incredible video. Um, But anywho, uh, I kind of like the Bucs in that spot. Not kind of. I like the Bucs in that spot. Packers minus 12 and a half taking on the team that Aaron Rodgers owns, the Chicago Bears. Is this the last time Aaron Rodgers plays the Bears? Question mark? Question mark? I don't think so. I think uh, I think he'll be back to torture the Bears. Uh, you know, we're going to get uh, uh, Justin Fields back for this one. Uh, I, I, I'm going to stay away. I think it's a lot of points. I don't think the Bears can keep pace. But Akeem Hicks is uh is going to be back for this game or at least he's questionable and uh he had some very uh poignant comments about winning in division and playing your division uh rivals well so uh i i think if i'm going to be on a side it'd be on the bears but i'm going to just back away and root for the bears and that's about it on sunday (laughs) uh yeah it's one of those that i would like for the bears to win this game and then maybe they come off a super emotional high of winning at Lambeau and then they play the Vikings next week and then we can maybe catch them in a little bit of a lull and really make up yeah. some ground in division. But I'm with you. I feel like 12 and a half is a lot. Uh, even though just looking at Justin Fields, I, I, I don't know. Nagy's got to be just counting down the days. At this <laughs> point, though, do you just say, like, let me finish out the season or – uh, I think at this point you just let him play it out and then fire him on uh, Black Monday. Black Monday, yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I think that's just because yeah, you either got to cut the tie early or at this point, what's it? What's it doing? You're not saving your season. You're just trashing it, honestly, before it's yeah. even over. Uh, and last but not least, Monday night Cardinals Rams minus two and a half for the Cards. You know. Uh... Great job. Monday Night Football is actually yep. good this year. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, put some respect on the Cardinals' name, man. Ooh. You know, what more do they have to do? They're playing great. Uh, the defense of the Rams, I think, is susceptible to a, a, a powerful Cardinals offense. And are we sure Matthew Stafford's healthy? Uh, I, I think the Cardinals continue to get no respect and i think they're the class of the nfc right now even above the packers and i think they're going to go out and they're going to win this game i think it's going to be a this is going to be a fun game but put some respect on the cardinals name i mean yep. they're they're getting no love here so i think it's a it's a, a little uh a little incorrect so uh, but they uh 
you know, they went into LA and they smoked them earlier this year, 37 to 20. I, I don't know what's going to stop them from doing that this weekend. Looks like Chase Edmonds will be back as well. Uh, give me, give me the cards. Stay hot. This is going to be a good one, though. Uh, I'm probably not going to take it in the contest. I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a, a side I want to be on. But uh, yeah. I will definitely bet on the Cardinals this weekend. More of a cash play, not a contest play. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Um, God. I so I'm gonna ask this. Today is not even me really just sharing my opinions on the games. It's more just me fo- doing follow up questions on hypothetical scenarios. Have you felt as if this Rams team is better with Matt Stafford than it was with Jared Goff? Uh, a thousand percent. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think he just opens it up downfield for them. Uh, I think Jared Goff's just, you know, by the end, he just had happy feet. And you could see he lost the confidence of Sean McVay, and it was just not working for either of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, hey, Stafford, you know, he showed out early, and he's uh, he's regressed uh, yep. lately. And, you know, the Jack- don't count Jacksonville last week. Jacksonville is not an NFL team right now. So, you know, <laughs> I think this weekend is going to show a lot. And, uh you know, I think that the cards are just, uh, they're a little bit hotter. They're playing a little bit better. And, you know, they just had a bye two weeks ago. They went to Chicago, just blew the doors off, and, you know, they made it look easy. So I think put some darn respect on this team's name. Yeah. And I think they show it out this weekend. No, I'm with you. And I, I like that Cardinals don't always get the primetime spots. The Rams do. And I think the Cardinals are, you know, this is an opportunity, like you said, to go out there. And everyone's like, well, are the Cardinals real? Are they legit? You know, kind of what's going on, and this is your chance. Monday Night Football, Peyton and Eli talking about you. Might as well just get into it. And then these are the two young minds, two uh, GQ, smart offensive mind coaches, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's exciting. God, this is a, it's a good week this a, week. This is a very good week. You know, you got the you're like you said the toilet ball Falcons Panthers, but I think mostly this is you know not a great Seahawks Texans and Lions Broncos, but I think the rest of the games, you know, generally pretty good. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. some you know some individual matchups, some good home dogs. You know, I like it. This is a good slate. Very excited to watch Bucks Bills. Yes, yeah, a lot of games that are like, hey, this is a really good football game to watch. So yeah, football, it's great. Um, so we did our Christmas themed movies last week. We're going to dive back into the actors, uh, into somebody that we haven't done yet. Um, and with it being Christmas time, we figured, Hey, why not, uh, tie in some Christmas type vibes with a nice, uh, Vancouver Canadian dare Ryan Reynolds and talk about his films. So, uh, that's our actor for this week. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> really been uh, really taking I feel Ryan's like he was always up there but he's just really uh, just everywhere now uh, Ryan Reynolds is he's got his gin he's got his Netflix shows he's mm-hmm. always pumping Deadpool uh, you know you go look at his IMDB it's just Deadpool 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 uh, <laughs> you know uh, spoiler alert uh, I'm probably going to be hitting the the old Ryan Reynolds classics mm. there's some new ones that I haven't seen like uh Free Guy and Red Notice that uh, I know Free Guy really want to see Red Notice. Yes. Maybe I'll see. It's on Netflix. I, I, I might have some free time over the next yeah. week, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, uh, I think uh, I may just uh, have to, to dive in and, and give it a gander. But uh, you want me to kick us off? I'll let you kick off. it off. I'm going to go. 
I'm going to go old, man. Don't judge me. I won't. Don't judge me. Van Wilder, number nice. three. You know, just, you know, bursting onto the zine, you know, a little, little, little college humor. So Van Wilder, this is back when Tara Reid was supposed to be attractive. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, this is, of course, Old National Lampoon, 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. Just an hour and a half, 90 minutes of, of good old-fashioned slapstick comedy. I'm with you. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, number three for me is going to be Just Friends from 2005. Another See, I can go I can go old school. But yeah, Ryan Reynolds is a fat kid in high school and then gets you know really successful in his job. Classic Hallmark movie vibe. So we can tie this in with Christmas a little bit. Uh Gets fit, super good-looking dude, just sleeps with everyone, but then goes back to his hometown because they their plane is broken and yeah. finds his old high school love of his life that he was a cheerleader with, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you may hear more from me on that one. Uh, but <laughs> number two, uh, Waiting, Justin Long, Ryan Reynolds, A Day at a Chili's, essentially, and... Freaking hilarious. You haven't seen <laughs> Waiting. It is so funny, and Ryan Reynolds just crushes it. So uh, definitely uh, give that a look. I'll have to give that one a look. I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen Waiting? No. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to add to the list. My wife is uh, she's all in for anything Ryan Reynolds is in, so uh, I think it's an easy sales pitch. Does, does she like uh, highly inappropriate movies? Because then she's going to love it. Um. Ryan Reynolds is in it. She knows that's kind of his mo, so she can she can work through it usually. Yeah, it's good. You're gonna like it. You're, you're gonna, gonna like you're it. gonna like the way you look. I guarantee it. Uh, number two for me, the proposal. Uh, this was kind of a unique, but I thought it was a really good acting job by him. Uh, and I mean, obviously, you got Sandra Bullock across from you. You're gonna do a great job. But it was really <laughs> funny. Betty White's in it. Just a a fun movie about. Um, Canada, which I felt like was perfect for him to kind of make a lot of Canadian jokes and and go from there. But good film. You know, let me go out on a limb. I just didn't buy the the love interest between them in the movie. I agree. Right? It I felt agree. it felt just like fake. I agree. I it but was, that was just me. It was hard. It was an entertaining movie. It was definitely entertaining. You almost get full frontal of uh, Sandra Bullock in it. She goes yeah. very close to full frontal. Yeah, it was weird. And that was kind uh, of like prime Sandra Bullock too. That was that was prime Sandra Bullock. That's when uh, didn't she win like an Oscar soon after that? Did, yeah, around that because then she, she went some... for uh, Blindside or something. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. But it was around uh, that time. Yep, yep. Uh, and then my number one, you said it. I think it's like one of the top pantheon of rom coms. Yes. Just friends. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. Anna Ferris is off the walls funny. Uh, Amy Smart plays the uh, the the hot girl from high school mm-hmm. uh, to perfection. Uh, huge huge Amy Smart fan here, so I think it's awesome. Uh, yeah, that I'm with you. I I mean, really, it was a toss up for me between two and three. Uh, just friends. You know what? I'm bumping it up to two. We're flipping it around. I'm sorry, I lied. Proposal three, just friends two for me and then Deadpool is going to be number one for me uh, I think Free Guy would probably make its way onto the list I've seen clips of that film and it looks really really stinking good it looks uh, awesome I really want to see it yeah so Deadpool though has been it's not often 
that the uh, comic book world gets to pick their actor and like bring something to life like they did with Deadpool. Uh, very well done film. They tried to like suffice people with doing the Wolverine uh, X-Men Origins movie and Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool in that. And if you want to see what a human sack of poop looks like, go see that movie because what they did to Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds was awful. So yeah, they revamped it seven years later. I mean, and people were just constantly peppering them and Reynolds was like, I'm only going to do this if it's an R rated movie. The second one was good, but the first one was just absolutely phenomenal. Came out on Valentine's day, the fourth wall breaking. I mean, Ryan Reynolds was made for that character. And also I'm just happy for him because the Green Lantern movie sucked so much. It had a couple good parts in it, and I love Ryan Reynolds, but just that was one of those. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm happy you got another chance at like a superhero loudmouth guy, which is perfect. It's a great film. Did you see that one? Uh, I watched bits and pieces of yeah. Green Lantern, but not, you know, I'm kind of out on the superhero movies. I can't keep up. That's fair. It's it's a lot of them now. It is, it is a lot, but... It's good. He's got yeah. It's it's been interesting when we talk about the actors and we go through the lists of people, and you look at their films. He's got a pretty good, like you said, he's just really all over the map with some of these. He's rom com early. I feel like just because he's obviously uh, he's not too hard on the eyes. And are you saying he's attractive? I'm saying he's a very attractive man. Uh, that is exactly what I am saying. Uh, I think the first time I really got introduced to Ryan Reynolds was Blade Trinity because my dad liked those movies uh-huh. and he's got a shirtless scene in that. He's got like a grizzly man beard. I'm like, that's a dude right there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also like kind of what the puberty stage was starting for me. And I'm like, am I what's happening right now? <laughs> he has some, so he has some great cameos too. He's uh he's in Harold and Kumar go to white castle. And then he's also in um, uh, Ted as uh, hooking up with, uh, what's his face? The big dude, Putty, David Putty. Yes. No words in it, but very funny. Like such a random yeah. cameo. It was great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Re- yeah, he's he's really accepted his role, and he's done a really good job. It's crazy, too. He's in, like, Hitman's Bodyguard, I heard, is good. I probably won't see Red Notice just because the rock's in it. Like, if I'm being honest, I'm just, I'm rocked yeah. out. You can't. Uh, the, the other woman in it, uh, I don't care why she's supposed to be such a, you know. Oh, uh, Gal Gadot. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I missed that one. But uh, I might watch it. It doesn't look good, though. No, no, it doesn't. But hey. This is going to be it's... like a desperation uh, watch. Yeah. Like nothing else. <laughs> the, the Netflix holiday season. I'm just going to throw it on TV. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, underrated, and I will say just one last honorable mention, Scott, before we wrap it up. Did you see Selfless with him? No. Nah. It was one of those that I was just kind of sitting around and it was on TV. And I put it on. I was like, that was entertaining. Another one that's on Netflix if you you know get bored. But good. I, I'll tell you what uh, definitely maybe is the near miss for me. A little, that, definitely you know a sappy rom-com. But he's great in it. Uh, and a very entertaining movie. Definitely maybe. Yeah. Oh, you should watch that with Bane. There we go. That'd she be a little it. more of a, yeah, a little more her speed. Yes. Okay. 
Oh, there's a Fisher. Yeah, there's some good actresses in there. Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, they got, uh, what's her face? The other one. Abigail Breslin? No, uh, Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss, yes. And the first love interest is just uh, uh, good, good, good radio. Good, great radio. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Yes, 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 yes. Um, prime Elizabeth Banks, too. Yeah, because this is what, yeah. 2008? Yep. Maybe I'll throw that on there. My wife says she's been watching Hallmark movies lately, so it is this time for some rich, successful businesswoman to come home to her small town. And well, I'll tell you what, Micah, we got we got a big weekend up here in uh, Fairfield, Connecticut. Actually, yes. in Trumbull, Connecticut, Fairfield Prep versus Darien for the Class Double L State Championship. That's tonight, right? Uh, tomorrow. tomorrow, tomorrow on Saturday, three o'clock in my hometown. McDougal Stadium got a big game. Went there on Sunday. It was three three into the first half. It wasn't looking great, and then they just broke three two big runs and one bomb pass. I turned to my buddy. I said, "They're not playing. They got no safety help." And watch the watch them just hit a go. And sure enough, go route twenty four three final big Man. win against Shelton. Wow! Yeah. Sweet. Love to hear that. So yeah, who they, they haven't got... won a state championship since 87, so this would be great. So this is four state. On, on this is four side. state. Yep. Wow. Yeah, big game. You showing out? You going to put the colors on? Uh, uh, maybe. I'd yeah. love to. Uh, I, I, I have some issues up here, so yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to. That's right. That's but, right. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely want to try. I was also supposed to be at Army-Navy tomorrow. So. Oh, no. Yeah, I was supposed to be at Army Navy. Had a had a had a suite. Not going to be participating in that, unfortunately. Oh man, that's a bucket list game for me for sure. I know. I was actually I was super pumped about this one. We the you know everyone was going early to to check out all the pregame stuff. Yeah, missing all of it. Man, well, hopefully everything yeah. gets figured out though. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, with that, Scott, any other closing thoughts? We'll be cheering, obviously, uh, on Saturday. You know, what we got, you know, this is, uh, we had, we had a big weekend last weekend in Circa. We went five and oh, we're up to like 115th, 113th. I forget. We're five points out of first. So we need another, you know, another big weekend here and, uh, really, you know, to steamroll. That's what we, the new quarter starts. So, uh, hopefully we can just, you know, hit the right buttons at the right time and, uh, you know, get us back to where we want to be. And, uh, hopefully we're in Vegas in January, my man, watching some, uh, AFC championship. Or no, no, no. Wild card. Wild card round. What am I saying? Yep, there's nothing better than, than going out there for that. That's for sure. Um, absolutely. Uh, Going to be a great, great week of football. Can't complain. Obviously, enjoying the game on Saturday. Uh, hopefully, good luck to all Fairfield U. No, no, no. Fairfield Prep. Not Fairfield U, Fairfield Prep. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Got college on my brain. <laughs> High school, college, and then, uh, yeah, we'll be hey, doing that. Next so. week, Saturday football, baby. Yes. That's cold Saturday night. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's, I will say, I do enjoy that transition of just NFL. Yeah. And then just all the time. Yeah, all nonstop. Time. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Monday. Yep. It's going to be great. Um, I will try. Um, I know Jared was kind of the guy that ran the, the bull pick em, uh, but I will try and get that fired up for this year Ooh, with that being yes. a little bit more normal. So I'll look into that uh, this weekend. My wife is gone, so I am 
going to be, well, not gone, but she's working. So I'll have a little more free time on the old couch with the Vikings not playing. I'll just have football on, and I'll work on that Sunday and try and get something out to you guys uh, Sunday. And we'll go from there. Sound yeah. good there. Yeah. So, awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, Junkies. We are out of here. Peace. Hail Fairfield. Suck the tape too, son. <laughs>